Praise the Lord. Greetings to you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wishing you all a happy and a blessed resurrection day. On behalf of the leadership of the Butterfly Fellowship, I wish you and your family that the Spirit of the Lord fill your home this day and all the rest of your days with full of love, joy and happiness. As all of you know, today is the resurrection day, otherwise it's called Easter. And the scripture what we have chosen today to remind us is from Gospel of Luke chapter 24. Just one word I will read, two words I will read for you, six and seven. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful man and be crucified and the third day rise again. So you know the history, the background of it. When this woman they went for checking the Jesus Christ in the tombs and uh, they could not find it. But there was an uh, angel who stood over there and he remember, reminded them the, the scriptures and it was confirmed Jesus is risen. So Jesus is risen. He lives forever. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. One more day that you added in our life and also given to every one of us to come to you to meditate on your word. Yes, dear Father, the whole world is concerned about some other thing and most of the people are worried and they are very much scared about what is happening, what will happen tomorrow. Because our days are not in, in our hands, it is your, in your hands. When every situation, the people are disturbed and they are scattered in our minds and our thoughts, but here we are, always give thanks unto you, to bless you. To glorify you, to honor you, to exalt your holy name, because you are the living God. Thank you for the life that you've given to us through your Son Jesus Christ. The power of this is your power, which raised Jesus Christ from the tomb with the same power, and given to us as a promise that we'll also have the same experience. And we will be with you forever. We know that it is your desire. That all of your children to be with you, O Father. Thank you for the great hope that you gave us. Help us to remain in this hope. And work for that great day. 
and prepare ourselves to meet you as you are going to send your son Jesus Christ in the air. Lord, we commit the rest of the hours into thy hand to hear your word. As you put your word in my heart, Lord, you speak to me, through me, to your children. Let your word bring encouragement, edification, blessings to each and every one of us. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Once again, it's my privilege to share God's word on this day. Usually we used to have a early morning service and the time will be very limited since we used to have one and a half hour service. Let us see what God put in our heart and for us today to know. I titled this today's message as Overcoming worries through the cross. Overcoming worries through the cross. You may be thinking, just now one day before on Good Friday we meditated on the Good Friday message that is about the cross. And what else we are going to hear from the cross? But cross is the sign of a Christian. Without cross, we cannot be considered or accepted as a Christian. Cross is a part of a Christian. With no cross, no Christian. So it is that much. Anyhow, cross is the sign of victory, as we say, and as we believe. Let us hear some of the, gods, the words of Jesus Christ which he spoke on the cross during his crucifixion and receive some of the blessings what we are uh, going to meditate today in relation to the present situation. Several things happened when Jesus gave up his spirit. Matthew 27 Verses 50 to 53, when we read it, Matthew 27, 50 to 53. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then, behold, the veil of the temple was torn into, in two from top to bottom. And the earth quaked. The rocks were split, the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. The coming of, uh, and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. This also recorded in Mark. Then the veil of the temple was torn into from top to bottom. So the veil torn from top to bottom. These two gospel only recorded this message. Both of them report, first of all, the veil was torn. 
This is where the New Testament begins. The way into the holiest now wide open. That we see in Hebrew chapter 4 verse 16. Hebrew chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It is not like a Old Testament time once in a while only the high priest on selected day, selected time he will go to intercede on behalf of God's people for the forgiveness of sin. But since Jesus Christ died, not only died, he rose from the dead, grave, and as he resurrected, the veil was torn from the top to bottom. There the opening was there. Now, all of us, any time, we can go to the Lord, to the throne of grace. So here, the remedies from the cross for our common worries, we will see. Number one, worry over sin. Worry over sin. Jesus prayed to the Father, forgive him. 23:34 Luke 23 verse 34 Then Jesus said Father forgive them for they do not know what they do and they divided his comments and caused loss This was the first word Jesus spoke on the cross when he was crucified Dear children of God we are sinners so we sin Therefore, forgive them. Christ carried all our sins. The past, present and the future sin. It was and once for all sacrifice Jesus made. Where are our sins now? The scripture says, he has forgiven. And where are our sins? If it is the past, present and the future sin, and where are they? The chapter Micah, Micah, chapter 7 verse 19, we read it. He will again have a compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depth of the sea. It was thrown to the depth of the sea. Isaiah 44 verse 22 records. It is written, I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions and like a cloud your sins. Return to me for I have redeemed you. So it was thrown up like a thick cloud. Even the Psalm 103 verse 12 records, For as far as east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. 
So east to the west it was thrown. Isaiah 38, 17b, what it says, For you have caused all my sins behind your back. So dear children of God, what we understand from here? So our sins, what is the depth? It is depth of the sea. And east and west, the width is east to the west. And the height is to the sky. And the length of our sin is thrown back. So, you cannot commit a sin that cannot be washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 1.18 says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. What is that? Though your sins are like a scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool, that is white. If the devil reminds you of your past sin, remind him about his future. If our days are nearing, even his days also nearing. So, no worry about the sin because of the cross. The cross of Jesus Christ assures us our sins are forgiven and that they cannot be remembered anymore. Secondly, worry about the future. This is the problem everyone has. Very especially even for the present time. Here, the thief prayed to Jesus for his future. When Jesus Christ was crucified, there were two thieves along with him, left and right. But it is recorded in Luke 23 verse 43. When one of the thieves asked him, remember him, when he, and what did Jesus say? Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Some scripture says, verily, surely, truly. So here, assuredly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. No need to know what the future holds for us. It is enough to know who holds the future. As a Christian, he is for us. Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He knows the end from the beginning. That's what we believe in. That we read in Isaiah 46 verse 10. Isaiah 46 verse 10. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. The good work 
has begun in us. Being confident of this very thing in our life, we should be. Because the scripture is given to us, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. This is the promise. It is he who began a good works and he will accomplish it. That is our card. That is the assurance. And also, no problem will come to you that the God and you cannot handle together. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you. 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be Able to bear it. Dear children of God, brothers and sisters, no temptation is too big for us, which God cannot deliver you or set you free from. Do not afraid of the death. That is the another in the same we are worrying about. Another reason we are worrying about. Psalm 23 verse 4. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The present world, everyone is worrying about the death. Because we are daily basis, we are monitoring. About the death rate of the country, the nation, or even the world, the areas. But the word of God says, And in Christ, no death will near us until the Lord allows it. Our days are in his hand. You will not die before time. You are as or number. You are the apple of God's eye. Yes. Nobody about the future because of the cross. The cross gives us the future, assures us about our life. Thirdly, worry about the family. This is always linked with our worry about our future. Anyhow, but what God concerned for each family manifested when Jesus said on the cross, Behold your son. Behold your mother. That we read in John 19, chapter 26 and 27. John 19, chapter 26 and 27. When Jesus therefore saw his mother, 
as he was hanging on the cross and the disciple whom he loved standing by he said to his mother woman behold your son he directed her the disciple verse 27 then he said to his disciple behold your mother and from that hours that disciple took her to his own home what do you understand from here the mother and the closest disciple would be very close to him next to the cross maybe under his feet so when he looked at the mother and the disciple is uh, mother he said woman behold your son when he looked at the um, um, the disciple behold your mother so in that case this is concerned about the family he is concerned about the family and uh, here the rest of the verse says from that hour not the that day from that hour that disciple took her to his own home i'm not going to detail about about the rest of the thing but it is we can say it is a concern about the relationship our family what is your problem unsaved husband or you have uncooperative wife or you have a disobedient children you are worried about or a trouble making relatives you are in loss the solution is pray for them jesus weep for your children he said when he was on the earth he said we have to weep for our children luke 23 verse 28 when he was carrying the cross towards jerusalem and the crowded are following some of them are weeping the multitude of crowd were there his own disciple along with his own disciples and also when he said 23 28 look but jesus turned to them and said daughters of jerusalem do not weep for me but weep for yourselves and for your children weep for yourself and weep for your children that means we have to pray that is what nowadays we are doing this corona virus led all of us as individual as a family as a prayer group and as a church coming together and i believe that you will agree with me we pray much more than ever before when compare with the past now we are praying more we spend more time this is what god wants it so in that case if you are praying for your family do not worry about them god can change it because the promises the cross jesus the cross of jesus assures us not to worry about your family 
Fourthly, worry about sicknesses and finances. Worry about sicknesses and finances. John 19 verse 28. John 19 verse 28. This is another word Jesus spoke on the cross. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. I thirst. Isaiah 53 verse 4. The promise is, Isaiah 53 verse 4. Surely, He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet, we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. So, He has borne all our sicknesses. Oh, not only our sins and all our griefs and all our sicknesses. It was already done. He carried. Matthew 8.16 it says, Matthew 8.16 When evening had come, they brought him, brought to him many who were demon possessed, and he cast out the spirit with a word and he healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Before the birth of Jesus Christ it was prophesied. Even at the time of Jesus Christ, it is said and it was done. Dear brothers and sisters, believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of our body also. Not only Savior of our sin. Under normal circumstances, God will heal us in answer to our prayers. But not always. Why do I say that? All of us we know the Paul's thorn. When he would pray, even he was praying for it. He said, my grace is sufficient to you. So there may be some of the things God may not answer. But that doesn't mean God has not answered. God did answer me to that too. Because he has a purpose in it. So ours is still a mortal body. Now only the first fruit. What do you say? Why, why do I say that? Romans 8.23 confirms it. Romans 8.23 Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves eagerly waiting for the adoption. The redemption of our body. <clears throat> that is our great hope. Lazarus died again. There are two funerals for him. Don't be 
disillusioned or deceived by the modern gospel because some people or some preaching is there there should not be any sickness for god's children no if we say we have no bible says if we say that we know sin we deceive ourselves if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves so in the same way if we say we have no sickness you feel it up we deceive ourselves we not only deceive ourselves we deceive others so aware of the false doctrine say yes to yes and no to no we have to learn it so god can heal us even if he is not heal us he will give us his grace and his strength to go through financial worries jesus said do not worry about that we know about from the matthew chapter 6 25 to 34 if you are going on the heavenly father knows there are only three things for your food clothing and your shelter if you have everything do not worry about it he knows it he is the provider all our help comes from above fifthly worry over work or vocation or your jobs worry over work or vocation john 19 verse 30 So when Jesus has received the sour wine when he was hanging on the cross he said it is finished the previous word he said i thirst we do not know what was the conversation but now he has said it is finished and bowing his head he gave up his spirit Dear brothers and sisters do not worry over your inadequacy or insufficiency or your weaknesses etc etc student may be worry about their studies because the some of them are the about the schooling of the present situation the examination the future everything is a question mark we are worrying about it god's assignments are only according to our abilities that we read from matthew 25 14 to 30 matthew 25 14 to 30 about the talents <coughs> parable of the talents So here the talents are given 5 2 and 1 the two talented man need not so the five ta- one per talent man he made it uh, sorry we go from 5 five. five talent man he made it to another 5 the two talented man he bought another two you know about the one talent man 
But God is not expecting the two talented man to bring five. So what do you understand here? According to our ability it was given. To one to five, another person two, another person one. So God knows it. God expects us just to be faithful. That's it. If you are faithful, God will say well done. Good and faithful servant. That is what we should deserve it. That's what God expects us. God does not want us to do everything. But only what is assigned to us. Sometimes we take so many things in our head. We want to do everything. No. Whatever God has assigned to you. That you concern and pay attention to that. And contend with that. Try to accomplish it as good as possible. That's it. Colossians chapter 3. Verses 23 and 24. Colossians chapter 3. Verses 23 and 24. And whatever you do. Do it heartily. As to the Lord and not to men. Even in your working places. Not for any man. Believe it in your heart. Whether he is watching or not. Whether he is questioning you or not. Even if you question, no problem. You do your work heartily. Verse 24, knowing that. From the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. You are serving the Lord. So they are God appointed people to you. So you do not worry about your future or about your work. Job 23, 10 and 11. Job 23, 10 and 11. What he says but he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. Verse 11. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. What did he say? He knows the way that I take. So that should be our confident. What you are doing. So if you are in a crisis. Do you believe that from your heart. And say confidently to yourself. I know what I am doing. I am faithful to myself. And I am faithful to this company. And even if for the kingdom purposes. You should be content and confidently say. That. I know what I am doing. Here he says, he knows the way. So if you are faithful, if you are honest, you not worry about the future, about your work, wherever you are. The present world, the situation, he reminds us, most of us to worry about the future. The scripture says, our days are in his hand. 
Nothing you can add. Not even a cubit you can add. You cannot extend your physical life or you cannot extend your stay in this country or even not, not even extend yourself in your company. Wherever you are. Our days are in his hand. What is the solution? Why we should be? Where did, where did we get this uh, confident? Only the cross. He said, it is finished. Everything is finished. Jesus Christ finished on the cross. The message of the resurrection day assures us. It is finished. You need not worry about the, your, your work or about your jobs. So now you know. What are your worries? Worry about your sin? Do you worry about your future? Or are you worry about your uh, family? Or worry about your sickness and finances? Or worry about your work or vacation? The solution is the cross and the resurrector our Lord Jesus Christ. As we come to conclude, the way to overcome all these and other worries is, as we know, only two things. Prayer and commitment. Prayer and commitment. Luke 23 verse 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. He gave up. When you look at it all seven, because of the time I skipped one, Eli Eli Lama Samagdani. He started with the father. Father, forgive them. And in between he said, God, my God. Finally he concluded, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. What do you understand from here? It is an appreciation of fatherhood of God is secret of the overcoming all our worries. He is our father. He is God. No doubt about it. At the same time, He is our Father. What Paul says to Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, I, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, underline this, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. And I am persecuted that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. What we learn here is, I, he said, I know whom I believed. So, every one of us can say, if we believe in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, 
if we believe in the lord who was crucified the one who was resurrected from the dead if your faith is in him definitely you can you too can say that i know whom i believed secondly in jude chapter verse 24 what it is saying it is written god is able to keep you from falling now it is to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy what is the lesson to us god is able to keep you from falling what jesus has said john 10 even the last week also i mentioned it about it john 10 chapter 28 and 29 john 10 chapter 28 and 29 he said and i he was praying and i give them eternal life that is to us and they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand what a great confident assurance even the lord jesus christ has given to us and they are the promises to us on this resurrection day he says he is given as the eternal life and they will not be perish no one can snatch them out of his hand the whole summary is the greatest of all god is with us that's it god is with us we are believing in the living god god is with us and the cross is the sign the empty tomb is the testimony jesus is risen he is living he is living forever in the same way we believe in our death resurrection and our eternal life god is going to come the days are nearing that is what the present world teaching us the lesson and everyone talks about the lord's coming let us be reminded even the lord is coming god has given us the assurance not to worry about your sin not to worry about your future not to worry about your family not to worry about your sickness and your finances not to worry about your work or your jobs god is with us the immanuel god is with us let us close our eyes look unto the lord and thank him if god has spoken to you really you can thank god from the bottom of your heart god sees our hearts we may be in a different situation 
maybe in our own home. God knows us, not only physically, or by name, or by face, more than all. God knows us by our heart. The condition of our hearts. If you are really worried about it, the word comes to us in this day, the day of resurrection. We will overcome all the worries because of the cross. Only two things we have to do. Prayer and commitment. Pray to the Lord. Cry unto the Lord. Earnestly. And he will answer us. Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for the wonderful time that you given to us once again to come unto you. And also thank you for speaking to us through your word. Thank you for each and every one of us. We believe that your word is the living word. And your word is the life to us. By your word we live. Lord, the word which you have spoken. And you have created the heavens and the earth. You have all power and all authority. And all your words are given to us as a promises. And all your promises are as yes and amen to us. Thank you for the fulfillment of your promises concerning the world and concerning about us. Father, there are many more promises yet to be fulfilled in our life. In our families, personally and collectively. There are promises yet to be fulfilled concerning the church and concerning the nation and concerning the world. Father, be mercy upon us. Be mercy upon us. Save this world. Father, if the people are dying without knowing you, without hearing your word, Father, we pray earnestly, you are the God of compassion. When you are, when you are on this earth, you walk through the cities and villages, and you have seen the multitude of people, and you found them, they are sheep without the shepherd, and you move with the compassion towards them. Father, we pray, even in these days, Move with the compassion towards the people, those who are dying because of this coronavirus. We do not know how many of them they accepted you or they, they are saved. Father, even if not, Lord, we pray that we expect in so mercy and prevent this. Let the people, those who are not hearing your word, let them give them one more time to hear your word. Because the, the basic principle and the desire is you fellowship with your children. It is not your will, none should perish in this world. Father, we pray, let no one perish, oh Father, without knowing you. And also, there are much to share. In the short time of Father. Take control over the world. Take control over our nation. We pray for the 
rulers and authorities of our nation. Give them wisdom. Let them know the truth, the salvation, the safety and preserving their life. It is only from you. Only you can save them because you are the creator. It is you created each and every one of us. So, Lord, we pray as a church and cry before you. Mercy upon us, O oh Father. Thank you for taking care of us, taking care of our family, taking care of our job. As you assured us today through your word, help us to be always grateful to you. Thank you, Lord, once again for the love and the unity that we have in your name. Without you, we are nothing. But with you, we have everything. We thank you for everything what you are to us. We give all glory, all honor, all praises unto you. In the mighty and the wonderful name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, we offer this prayer. Amen. Let us add the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Let the God children say, Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Thank you.